If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Cincinnati Reds have heard our trash talk and they do not want to hear it anymore. Just moments ago, capping a 20 to 5 win over the Chicago Cubs. You had Cincinnati and the over. Well done, my friends. Take your victory lap high. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert live from downtown Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. We had a pretty good night yesterday. Went three of four on our prop lock and profit pick split um, with our overall bets on the day. So it's always one of those times when you 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 have a good run of success and then a culture and it's in the same day. Just the the wheelhouse of emotions, the roller coaster you feel. Sometimes it just happens to be like that. Got a fun show on tap for us today and some great guests who I know are going to pick some winners for us. Will Hill of the New York City cast is going to join us for the first half hour starting in just a couple moments. Jonathan Davis of Sirius XM's NHL Network radio show Ice Cap going to talk all things National Hockey League postseason and at the end of the hour Derek Stevens and Mike Palm the top dogs here at Circa to take us behind the counter and give their insight in the NBA and NHL postseason. But let's get the show started like we always do with our top five news and notes, odds and updates that you need to know starting with number one in the Eastern Conference Finals last night. The Celtics played dominant defense holding the heat to just 80 points in a 93 to 80 win and cover as a four point road favorite total way under and cash those largest lead over 17 and a half tickets at plus money yet again. Jimmy Butler's knee injury his discomfort was clear just 13 points on the night Kyle Lowry and Max Struess combining to miss 15 shots with just four collective points and as a team the Heat missed a franchise record 38 three-pointers Boston is 40 and four all time in a series when taking a three games to two lead and can finish the job on home court at TD Garden Friday they're an eight and a half point favorite minus 425 on the money line minus 1200 on the current series price total for game six 201 on DraftKings number two as for tonight it's Warriors Mavs Golden State looking to complete the gentleman sweep on home court and move on to the NBA finals their sizable home favorite laying seven total 215 and a half in the series Series and a minus 3,500 price, seeing as no other team has ever come back from down three games to none to win an NBA best of seven. Only 14 have ever even forced a game six, which is what Dallas will attempt to do tonight on the road. Number three, the NHL playoffs only had one game last night, and it was a stunner. The Blues staved off elimination another day with a 5-4 overtime win in Colorado at Ball Arena. St. Louis was down 3-0 in the second period, goes on to score three unanswered goals before Nathan McKinnon goes one on five 
to take a go-ahead goal, 4-3. Then, what, lo and behold, what happens? Less than two minutes to play, and the Blues tie this thing up at four. Tyler Bozak, your overtime hero. We're going to game six in the Gateway City. I lost my abs puck line play on that one. But the alt and total, six and a half, both go over. Our abs in six ticket, plus 375, lives on. And Colorado currently sits as a minus 170 road favorite for Friday's game. They're $8 in the series and a plus 135 favorite to win the Stanley Cup. The question is tonight, as we go to number four here, can Calgary do its best St. Louis Blues impression? They are facing their backs against the wall on the brink of elimination against the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Calgary is a minus 155 home favorite, plus 165 on the puck line, total six and a half. Three of the four games so far in this set have gone over the total. The Flames, who were once a big series favorite before and after their game one win, are now plus 450 to come back in the set, while Connor McDavid and the Oilers a minus 600 price. And last one, you're rounding out our top five. Can Carolina's streak of home wins in the postseason continue tonight? The Canes and Rangers tied at two with each team winning their respective home games in this set. Carolina has won six games in Raleigh this postseason with a plus 15 goal differential, but they're winless and minus 13 away from home, including back-to-back -back losses in New York where they were outscored 7-2. to two. The Canes, a minus 155 favorite tonight, plus 180 for the puck line win. Total five and a half under juice, though pretty heavy, minus 135. All four games, though, have gone under that number time to welcome in as promised will hill host of the new york city cast at not the will hill on twitter how about those rangers my friend don't call it a comeback yeah i think last time we talked was what a week or two ago and they were down three one to pittsburgh and they were down two nothing in that game they're down two nothing in game six and how they were even down i think what three two pretty late in game seven and uh boy they, they really uh just with their back up against the wall one time after time and really, these last two games, I mean, they're down 2 nothing to Carolina Sunday. If they lose that game, it's 3-0. It's over. They win that. Uh, the other day, down 2-1. They win that. So there's a little bit of magic here with this Rangers team. I think they're, these teams are a little more evenly matched than we may have thought. I, I think they're a little more evenly matched than the market might even suggest. I kind of think the Rangers are going to win this in Ooh. seven. Uh, I, I got a feeling these two teams split the next two games somehow, and then it comes down to uh, a classic game seven. I think the Rangers have the better goalie, and I would not be shocked here if we get a Rangers Lightning Conference Finals, which would be uh, a lot of fun. And Rangers would have home ice, so that would be a lot of fun. Down but never out. I love it. And my Rangers 30 to 1 ticket loves that thought process as well, my friend. We'll talk more hockey in a little bit, but I did want to start things off with you talking about the Boston Celtics Miami Heat. Boston takes a three games to two series lead yesterday and, and another dominant win. The Heat looked really incapable of shooting from anywhere on the floor, especially from three. Congrats on your under, but how do you view the Celtics now moving forward? Uh, well, they are going to be moving forward. This <laughs> might be the worst conference finals that's reached six games that I can ever remember. Every mm. game is just boring. And, you know, here on the East Coast, they start these games 9 o'clock, 9, 10 at night. And they're mo for the most part, they're over by halftime. I mean, the playoffs have just been so bad. I mean, we got a good Buck Celtics series, you know, game one, Nets. Uh, Celtics was pretty good, but boy, it's been a really bad playoffs. Uh, I would expect Boston to move on. I am on the under again tomorrow. Uh, I'm not interested in taking that nine. You know, that's a lot of points. I, I do expect Boston to win and win pretty comfortably. I just think Miami shot. I think they're all banged up. Lowry started PJ Tucker and Struess heroes in street clothes. And that was, uh, that was some outfit he had on last night. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's tough. Butler just doesn't seem to have the explosiveness. He doesn't have the lift. He's not getting to the foul line and, it's tough because if Miami were healthy, I think this would be a good series. I would still favor Boston. And we saw early on, you know, what Butler could do, what Miami could do. It's just mm -hmm. uh, without any offense, without any scoring, it's going to be tough for them to go in tomorrow night and, and keep this game competitive. So I would expect Boston to win. They're, they're certainly make, making you pay a price for it. Minus nine is not a number I really want to lay, but uh, that's going to be a tough place to win tomorrow for Miami. This is a Celtics team. They haven't been to the finals since 2010. They've been to the conference finals, what, five or six times. So, that place is going to be loud tomorrow night. A chance to go to the finals. I think they do it. You know, eight and a half, eight. Maybe, maybe you can lay that. Nine, it's getting tough. But again, I'm on the under. And if you really want to isolate your handicap, maybe the Heat team total under because I just don't see how they score. And that was uh that was an ugly performance last night. And you know, really the game before was bad too. And and they're getting the looks. It's just they can't shoot. You know, they missed 38 threes last night. 38 threes. It's really it's tough to watch. So I think Boston's going to be moving on and we could have a, a long layoff here because if the Celtics win tomorrow, if the Warriors win tonight, next Thursday is the finals game one, no matter what. So we could be looking at a, a week layoff here with no basketball.
Yeah, and, it, it, ugh, and that's unfortunate. Although maybe it's not too bad. Maybe they need to have a little bit of rest before they can come back and actually play competitive basketball games because we haven't seen much of that at all in this postseason. But I liked everything that you said. It's so true about Jimmy Butler. Just his impact isn't the same, and you can tell uh, the way that he plays the game isn't the way that he wants to. And you look at some of the names as you go through the box score from last night, Lowry, Struess, and then Old Depot off the bench combined for one for 22 from the floor. Like, you can't make this stuff up. He can't do it alone, especially the way that he is right now. Bam Adebayo's off and on every single night. So it's just not there for them right now. I love Boston. How low would that total have to get, though, for you to bet an over? Yeah, probably somewhere <laughs> in the 190s. Uh, oh, I still he had plenty of room to spare last night. True. And again, you could just isolate it and go heat team total under because I just don't know where their points are coming from. And Boston's still pretty good on defense. A lot of length. You know, they contest every shot. So uh, 200, 201, I think that's plenty, plenty good to play the under. You don't really have to worry about overtime or anything like that. You wouldn't think. So I think the under is a pretty good bet for tomorrow. Well, you tweeted yesterday, Celtics Warriors should be good. Head-to-head -head Boston and Golden State, who has the edge? Who I think Boston's going to win the title. I really do. Now, Golden State would have game one at home and a game seven at home. It's a fascinating series because Golden State, after everything they've been through, you know, losing Durant, missing the playoffs for two years, all Clay's injuries, you know, to retinker the roster and then to come back and be back in the finals is a hell of a story. The Celtics were all their history. Tatum's turning into a star. It's going to be a great series. I, I'd be curious to see what the series price is. I guess just because Golden State's home for Game One and they home, you know, have home court, they'll probably be a slight, slight favorite. But I would put the, the value on Boston. I think Boston's really good. And over this run, you know, Curry, Steve Kerr, Clay, Draymond, the one team I think that has a winning record against them, I believe, is Boston. Boston's always done a good job defending them. You know, they have the length. They have the athleticism to give them a hard time. Boston has played well against them, and those are some really great Warriors teams. This is not that version of it. It's still a really good team. So should be a hell of a series, and trust me, the NBA needs it because after this playoffs, you need a good finals here. They really do, and it's my fault for asking you that question first. Cart meet horse. We do still have to get through tonight first, and Golden State taking on the Dallas Mavericks. We saw what Dallas did in that final game. The shots finally were dropping, and when they do, that is a team that can play with and compete with and beat anyone but when they're not it does get ugly what is your expectation for tonight golden state a seven point favorite total 215 and a half yeah i grabbed dallas plus seven I, I think there is a version where dallas can give them a hard time we've seen dallas uh make 20 plus threes twice in this series i think they're going to need to hit a bunch of threes and we saw them last game switch everything defensively really take away the three-pointer from golden state golden state only got 28 attempts sometimes limiting attempts is just as important as limiting the makes you know, Curry only attempted five threes. I think Clay only attempted five threes. They played much better defensively. Hey, maybe we're just due for a good game. Forget the X's and O's. Forget all the strategy. We're just due for a good game here. I expect Golden State to win, but I will take the seven. And uh, hopefully for once here, we get a decent game. Any edge on the total? The last time they played at home, uh, Golden State 243 was a landslide. Do you think that we get scoring on both sides together? Usually as these series go on, they get slower in pace. So if anything, I would lean towards the under. The unders, I think, are like 63% in the playoffs. They've been a pretty good bet just overall. So I would lean under, but I don't have a bet on it. All right. We are going to talk more with Will Hill in just a little bit. The Warriors, by the way, with a win, would become the first franchise to reach the NBA Finals six times in an eight-season span since the Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen Bulls from 91 through 98. More My Guys in the Desert coming up with Will Hill of the New York City cast on the other side. Don't go anywhere. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, 
and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday... I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. 
Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. For more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. We are so lucky to be joined live by Will Hill, host of the New York CityCast. And of course, Will, we are a Society with very short attention spans. We want it, and we want it now. So I have challenged you to come up with an instant gratification prop tonight. I don't care if it's NHL, MLB, whatever it is, but something that we can cash fast tonight. What do you got? Uh, and there's always, there's just always so much pressure when I come on the show because it's always a game. It's always some different gimmick. It's a, it's a lot of pressure being on the show. Uh, I don't know that I can handle it, but I'm going yes, score first inning between the Nationals and the Rockies. Corbett's been awful. He's actually been okay in first innings, but if you look at his numbers, you know his his advanced stats are just dreadful when you look at barrels, contact, uh, you name it. And he was great in their run in 2019 in the playoffs, but it's not 2019 anymore. He has gotten roughed up this season, really the past couple seasons. The other side of it, you know, Marquez hasn't been as great as usual. Uh, you have Soto there on the other side, so all it takes is one swing to catch this one. So I will go yes score first inning. Rockies and Nationals, and I'm going to tail whatever you have. So whatever you got, I'm going to bet as well. What do you got? Lock it in. Well, I'm going to the ice here, and I'm looking at that Rangers-Canes game. I love no goal first 10. It's a plus money price at plus 105. It's cash three of the four games so far in this set, and the first period under is just juiced to high heaven. So I, I prefer this approach with two really strong goaltenders, and I'm also on the Canes first team to score, and I know as somebody who has so much belief in the Rangers right now, maybe you don't like this, and I was on the fence about it because New York has had the edge in this category throughout the season, I mean, throughout the series. But the Rangers um, the Rangers here, I think, could get off to a little bit of a slower start because you know the Carolina is going to come in here, try to get the Kaniacs rolling, try to get off to a faster start. It'll take uh, into that 11th minute, though, I'm telling you. But I think that they're the first team to score as they try to get the crowd engaged and get back on track at home. What do you think? I'm tailing. I'm going to find out. I-, I will say that is a miserable bet to sit there and watch. <laughs> I bet these sometimes just for fun. And, and I think the books, some of the books have started to change it where it's first 930 to score. So uh, you're just nervous the whole time. You're waiting for the puck to just, you know, go to the other side and, and get out of the danger zone. It's not a it's not an enjoyable bet. It is you just kind of take a deep breath once you win. Absolutely. It is a sweat. And by the way, just to back up one more thought that I saw here on the Canes of their six postseason home games this year, which have all been wins to this point. They've scored first in five of them. So it's been a staple of their game at home in the postseason. But we talked a little bit right off the top when you joined the show about your thought process with the Rangers and how you do like them long term. How much of that has been influenced by the way Igor Shostorkin has really turned things on in this series versus what we saw in the opening round? Yeah, I mean, it's the oldest line. A good goalie, a hot goalie can carry you throughout. And, uh, you know, we've seen it in past postseasons. You know, Jonathan Quick, you go down the line with these goalies, they just get high and they can carry you a long way. And I think the Rangers have something going here. Like I said, I mean, they've been they've been down and out a million times. I think there's an element of they're playing with house money uh, to this season now where, I mean, look, down three games to one, down two nothing, five and six, down in game seven, down two nothing in this series. You know, it's interesting. Do they finally, do they 
Can they play well when their back's not up against the wall? Now that they're even, they're 2-2, whole new series. Can they play well when they don't need the game? That'll be the interesting thing to see tonight. I think if they ever win tonight, they'll close it out in six. So this is a huge game. Uh, you got to feel like the Rangers kind of playing with house money here. I didn't pick a side in this game, but it is a plus 125 price for New York to come back and win the series plus 130 on the money line tonight. And like you said, if there's a team that battles back, it is Gerard Gallant's squad. Do you have anything in the Oilers Flames game today or are you staying away from that one? I've been riding the Oilers. The Oilers are fun. You get them at some some nice prices, some plus money. They've been uh, they've been very profitable for me, so I'm going to keep betting the Oilers. They gave me a heart attack the other night. I think they were up 3-0. I was watching basketball. I was watching some baseball. Flip back on, it's 3-3, and they end up winning it at the end. But that team's fun. Uh, I don't know that they have what it takes to beat Colorado, but I think getting them at plus money is a pretty good bet. Okay, well, that leads me to a very fun follow-up because if I were being asked this question, I think Edmonton would be my choice. So for you, I'll give you $100. You can pick any team that is available on the futures board right now to make a bet. Who are you picking? And I have a feeling you're going to be in the crosshairs between New York and Edmonton here. Who do you like? What do we have for the updated odds here? I don't have, oh, I got them in front of me. New Rangers 13, 13 to 1. Yep. Oilers. I'll take the Rangers at, at 13 to 1. If I get them to the finals, I can hedge my bet. I'll take the Rangers. Oh, snap. There we go. Always love that. I think it's a fun exercise. Let's turn our attention, though, to Major League Baseball here with Will Hill, host of the New York City Cast. Uh, great getting to talk Rangers with you. You're very in depth in that series. And as well, the New York Yankees, who are back in action, they've been going through it a little bit here. Went through that stretch where they dropped four of five. They since bounced back in the series against the Ori Orioles. But close games with the O's isn't exactly fun and the injuries that they've dealt with. Before we look specifically to tonight's game, just how are you feeling about the Yankees right now? Well, this time last week, everything was perfect. They were like 28 and nine. They're winning every day. Since then, it's just been injury after injury between Chapman, Chad Green, Loizaga, now stands on the I.L., it's just they're going to have to patch it together and just try to you know hold ground until Stanton comes back. Sounds like it's not that serious. It's more ankle inflammation than a calf strain, which could have kept him out for a while. So it's not as dire as it looked. But when you start losing bullpen arm after bullpen arm, that's going to catch up to you. Uh, and their lineup was a little thin to begin with. So they've had some time here without Donaldson, without Gallo. LeMahieu's hurt. I saw they just signed Matt Carpenter, the former All-Star. So that might not be a good indication that LeMahieu's coming back soon. Hopefully he's not headed to the I.L., but... That could be a possibility. I just think uh, how much can Judge do in terms of damage if he doesn't have any protection? Because if I'm another team, if I'm another pitcher, look, I'm just going to throw four or five breaking balls in the dirt. If you want to strike yourself out, go for it. If you want to take four balls and walk to first base, that's fine. But I'm not going to let you hit the ball nine miles. I'm going to let somebody else beat me. I'll let Labor Torres beat me. I don't know that Judge is going to see that many pitches to deal with uh, in the next week or two with LeMahieu out, especially with Stanton out. So uh, I did play under seven and a half. This is really a patchwork Yankee lineup going forward. Yeah, pinstripes minus 125 with Nestor Cortez going against Ryan Yarbrough today. Total seven and a half. First pitch in Tampa, 640 local time, 340 Pacific. So what else do you like about the under here? It's really, I, I, Cortez has been great. I mean, I think Cortez is going to the All-Star game. Now, there's a lot of pitchers with great stats, but Cortez has came out of nowhere. I mean, he was with the Orioles. He was designated for assignment. I think he was in, like, the Mexican League. Now he's he's more than just a good story. He's just been a great pitcher. I think it's really, I think it's sustainable because he just, he changes arm angles. He changes speeds. He mixes his pitches. He's been dominant now for a pretty long stretch of time. I don't know that it's a small sample size anymore. So uh, Cortez has been great. He's fun to watch, you know, with all these guys throwing 99, hundred miles an hour. He's a little bit of a softer tosser, you know, 90, 91. He, he gets it up to 93 at most, but you know, he, he messes with his delivery, his timing, he changes arm angles. So he's fun to watch and he's been really good for the Yankees. Well, we talk about the Yankees and their injuries. The Metropolitans on the other end there in New York have been like the definition of next man up with what they've had to deal with in that pitching staff. They've got the day off after dropping two of three to the Giants. That 13-12 game was a wild one. Uh, but tomorrow they'll open up a three-game set with the Phillies. What are some things or indicators you're going to be looking at in this set? Yeah, they're, they're kind of in a similar position with the fit with, as the Yankees where it's just kind of hold ground until you can get your big guns back because – now you got a, what, six, seven game lead in the East. That's pretty good. Ideally, you'd like to open that up and kind of kick the Braves while they're down, get a 9, 10, 11 game lead and sort of put them away. Unlike last year when you let them hang around and they eventually win the division. I just don't know. Without your pitching, can you really you know, run and hide in this division? So I think if you're the Mets, just try to hold serve here. Just try to you know make it to the end of July with a four or five game lead and get Scherzer back, get DeGrom back, and still have a decent size lead. It's just going to be hard for them to pull away uh, in the NL East with with down so many arms. Now, they've done a nice job. They won two out of three in Colorado. 
you know, they, they won a game in San Francisco and almost stole a game. I think it was Tuesday night, which was just a crazy game and nobody else in that division is playing great. So maybe you can hang on here, but uh, without Scherzer, without McGill, without DeGrom, who's hopefully back at some point, it's going to be hard to run and hide for the Mets here in this division. I was heartbroken with that 13-12 loss after I saw the stat that the Mets had won 180 straight games when they had scored 12 or more runs. And of course, I backed them on the plus price that night. I was like, come on, guys, what are you doing? And then they dropped back-to-back games, which is so uncharacteristic for them. They'd only done so once so far this year. I know you've been keeping tabs on a lot of those injuries, though, with a guy like DeGrom or anything like that. What's the latest on his status moving forward? Like, do you have an indicator if they talked about when that might be? I saw a headline the other day that they're hopeful it could be late June. I just think, you know, they're going to be cautious, especially with a lead in the division. Yeah. I would think sometimes middle of July. Now, that's best case scenario. He's going to still have to, you know, rehab starts, uh, you know, throw off flat ground, simulated games, any sort of setback. You can forget that timeline. So if all things go well, I think middle of July. And again, you built up enough of a lead here where you can kind of just hold your ground until Scherzer and until DeGrom get back. Uh, I think it'll be, what, six to eight weeks for Scherzer. We already got one of those out of the way. So if you can just hold on, hold on till the end of July, early August, and still have a lead and have your pitchers healthy for the stretch run, I think the Mets will be dangerous in the playoffs. Will, you are awesome. We really, really appreciate the time, as always. Thanks for doing this. All right, let's go Rangers. VEASAN.com slash podcast. Check out the podcast. Thanks for having me on. Yes, of course. Thanks so much. That's Will Hill of the New York City cast. And again, you can download those podcasts anywhere you get your shows on your own time, on your own schedule. It's really, really great. And Will does a fantastic job and has been getting guests after guests. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. When we come back here on My Guys in the Desert, my final official side bets of the evening, which actually are mostly totals, if I'm honest. And Jonathan Davis of NHL Network, Sirius XM Radio, will join the pro program to talk through the games tonight. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Summer special is here for just $39 to get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And as a subscriber, you get access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, his picks and insights all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil breaking down the action on the ice through the Stanley Cup Final. We'll also have lots of NFL preseason coverage, not to mention premium articles, best bets for golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, which features those daily articles, emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and live stream whenever you want it. Just $39 to become a subscriber through July 31st. VEASAN.com slash summer. Stormy Bonantoni with you here in downtown Las Vegas. My guys in the desert. And this is taken by Stormy. My play's coming up tonight. And it's all hockey for me today. Two-unit play on the under five and a half at minus 135 this morning at Circa. All four games in this set have gone under. The the last game in this rangers Kane set that we've talked about had the highest goal scored and it was five. It's just unlikely to me that the Rangers offense is going to have the same type of punch that they did at home on the road with Rod Brindamore's squad having last change and getting to decide some of those key matchups. Igor Shosturkin in the Rangers net has gotten back to his Vezina caliber form. Uh, he's allowed just one and a half goals per game this set, and I feel like that will continue again tonight. Flames Oilers, I'm riding with the over six and a half. Three of the four games in that set have gone over the total, averaging 8.25 combined goals per game. The finals for Calgary's games one and two were 15 and eight. The high-flying, high-end offensive talent of Edmonton has just been too hard for the Flames' blue line and Jacob Markstrom to overcome. Markstrom's goals against went from 1.65 in the opening round to 2.78 cumulatively now. He allowed 14 goals in seven games against Dallas, giving up 20 in four against the Oilers. And Mike Smith in that other net for Edmonton, well, watching him has been a journey, let's call it. He can make a miracle save, but also allow the miracle goal for the other side. And finally here, I'm going to the prop market, Johnny Gaudreau, who has been a no-show the last two games on the score sheet in a minus three, still went over three and a half shots on goal. It's a minus 140 price, but that is the prop again here, three and a half. 
He's hit it 6-0 to this prop his last six games, 8-1 the last nine, averaging 4.6 shots on goal per game in that time. So I love it. Time to continue our NHL conversation with Jonathan Davis, host of Ice Cap on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio at West Coast Hockey, HKY, the spelling. What's going on, Jonathan? How are you today? Oh, man, Stormy, what a night it was last night. Just the emotions were going back and forth. I mean, I, I screamed when Nathan McKinnon scored that. Uh, what I thought was going to be the winning goal. So did I. And can we talk for a second about what an incredible goal that was because he essentially went the length of the ice himself, one on five to score that thing. Incredible the way St. Louis tied it up. But that goal was a stunner. It was unbelievable. It was the goal of the playoffs and maybe the goal of maybe the last three or four playoffs that we've seen. Um, yeah. Look, he, he tried to will his team to victory last night. And it was a little disappointing, you know, just to see how that game finished for Colorado, especially that tying goal. I thought Nate looked nervous. The whole line looked nervous and both and, and tired. Mm -hmm. and he did have a hat trick in the game, though. I know you and I were joking on social media. We had been betting that anytime goal scorer prop for Nathan McKinnon time and time again wasn't cashing in this series. So we just decided to score three. It's unfortunate we can't get paid on them all. But let's look ahead to tonight and let's start in that Flames Oilers game that I was just talking about. Um, the goals have been a plenty in this game. We know that. Are you leaning toward the over yet again here? Have you found an alternate way to get to bet this game? What's your thought process? Well, death taxes in this game going over, but look, Stormy, I, I'm going to pay the juice and, and I'll play for the five and a half. But there's, look, this has been goals of plenty. And, and for me, the crazy thing, look, I heard you talking about, you know, Mike Smith has been an adventure, but Mike Smith's been the better goalie in this series, in my opinion. And the irony is, is that the Oilers were, you know, thought they had Jacob Markstrom as their starting goalie last year. And it was at the 11th hour he chose to sign with the Calgary Flames. Yep, it's interesting how those narratives tend to work for your favor at times and then also not. Um, but I know that in addition to your total play, you're approaching some props within the game as well. What are you looking at here? Well, I'm with you on, on the Johnny Goudreau for everything that you highlighted just before I came on. And then, you know, how can you not go with Connor McDavid over a point and a half? I mean, it's nine of ten games. He's done it. And, and Leon Dreisaitl as well, Stormy. You know, he's got, what, three or more points in four straight games. He's hit two or more points in five or seven, and you're getting it at plus money. That's your favorite word, plus money. So I'm with, I'm on the Leon Dreisaitl prop and the second period over one and a half. That's hit in all four games in this series. It's hit nine of 11 Oiler playoff games. I was looking into some of the numbers there. 16 combined goals have been scored through these four games in the second period. Two goals was the fewest that we have seen, which obviously hits that mark for you. And as we look at, at some of those props, McDavid, 25 points in 11 games, that's a number that's only been surpassed by Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. And I know we're not going to dive into the, the who's the best category here, but Leon Dreisaitl catching right up with 22 this postseason, seven in just the last two days. And even Evander Kane leads all players in goals this postseason with 12. I have been so impressed with what the Oilers have had to offer here. I don't know if you have a play on, on the side in this game, but does it feel like Calgary is in an uphill battle even at home in the Saddle Dome again tonight? Well, selfishly, Stormy, look, I've got, um, I've got in pocket the Oilers in six at plus 600. So I wouldn't mind if Calgary wins tonight and Edmonton can clinch it on home ice. Well, let's look ahead to Carolina, New York. Uh, for as many overs as we've been targeting in the Flame series, it's been under city here in this one. Great defense, which we didn't see a lot of from New York in the regular season. They've stepped their game up in front of what we know is already a Vezina caliber goaltender, Annette and Igor Shosturkin. And on the other side, the Canes defensively and what they bring, it has that feel again, I think personally. What's your view? Yeah, I, I do too. And, and I'm playing the under. I did buy it up to six just because these last couple of games, we should have hit that number. The goaltending has been really good, but the chances and the high danger chances have gone up. So I'm just going to buy a little bit of insurance here. But like you, I'm going to be sweating out. You get the first 10. I only get the first 930. Um, so maybe that's a little help for me that I get it. You know, I only have to sweat it out. You know, you've got 30 more seconds to sweat it out. Um, you know, the first period under one and a half is kind of juicy. Uh, I'll still play it. I'd love to play both teams not to score in the first period, but I'm not playing that at three to one 
Although, you know, that one's hit in all four games. In, yeah, in all four games. I am always jealous that that you and some other books have that 930 available because I remember one time specifically you were like celebrating your no goal 930 and then there was one scored with five or so seconds before they reached the 10 mark. And I was like, no, not for me. It was so rough. Um, as far as the, the winning side of this game specifically, I know the series is tied at two. The Canes have just looked like a different animal in Raleigh, in PNC Arena than they have on the road. They've won all of their games at home. They've lost all of them on the road. Does it feel like that trend could continue tonight or you think the Rangers steal one? You know, I'm looking at uh, the last time I, I checked the DraftKings site, what is it, 60% of the money in, or 60% of the bets and 55% of the money is on Carolina. You know, I've got Carolina in six in this series. I'm not going to touch the side. Mm -hmm. I think the props are, for me, a more comfortable way to go in this game. Yeah, I think I have to stay away from the side, too. As much as I, I like betting some of those trends, uh, it's just too tough. Do you think that Carolina can start to put it together on the power play? They're 0 for 9 at this point, which is pretty surprising based on what we saw Typically, they haven't scored on their last 17, dating back to their series with Boston. You know, look, it, it would be it would help them out big time. Um, and right now, they kind of look like the Florida Panthers on the power play, and it's not a good thing. Uh, you know, I, I credit the New York Rangers for what they're doing, and, and really, the Rangers' best penalty killer, as it's supposed to be, is your goalie. And Igor Shesterkin has just been that wall. So. You know, I don't know if it's not so much what, Cal what, what Carolina is doing because they did have some success against Boston. They've just run into a goaltender that has, has really been lights out. I'm curious if you think we see a little bit more prowess from Artemi Panarin because we call him the bread band, but I feel like the bread has gone stale here lately. Uh, this is the biggest, the least productive stretch that he's had all season long in the points market. What do you think about it? Yeah, you know, I, it's been a little bit surprising that that he has struggled. But, you know, look, in, in fairness, it, it took time for both, you know, Kreider and Zibanejad to get on the scoreboard. Both of them scored their first goals, you know, uh, you know, in, what is it, in, in game four. So, you know, hey, it's not, it's not for lack of effort on Panarin's part. Uh, and, and maybe tonight is the night. But in saying that, I, I'm still not uh, confident enough that I would take any of the props with Panarin. Okay, we've only got about 30 seconds with you left, but anything else, any other plays you wanted to spit out real quick before you have to go? Um, I would just go with Colorado, second period over. It's hitting all five of this series, eight of nine ab games, second period over tomorrow night. And the over, and the over, uh, the alternate line of over five and a half. You are crushing all these alternate ways to bet the games. We really, really appreciate the time as always. And I know you're headed off to Nashville, so travel safe. That is Jonathan Davis of NHL Network Radio, Sirius XM. Ice cap, make sure you tune in to him regular. After all of these games, he's breaking them all down and previewing the next day. Does a really, really great job. When we come back, we're wrapping things up here on the program with the top dogs at Circa, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm in studio. You're listening to my guy. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? 
on Death of an Artist Season 2, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Rise of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of My Guys in the Desert is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Just look for three letters, Z-Y-N. Zinn nicotine pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free tobacco alternative. They're available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Zinn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Here you go, Stormy. And just like that, I'm out of the job. Well done. Very good. Love How you it. doing, Stormy? Great. Better now that you guys are here, everybody. Listen up. We've got the head honchos here at Circa live in studio. Derek Stevens, owner and CEO of this place, VP of operations, Mike Palm, also host of Odds On here weekdays at 11 Pacific. How are you guys? What's going on? I'd like Derek to speak to just how addictive nicotine is. I can't. I can do the read. I can say zyn.com slash find. I can't speak to that feeling, though. I can't tell you. Uh, <laughs> Nicotine is an addictive chemical, and I'll tell you what, Zinn's one heck of a great product. You guys are too freaking funny. We were talking in the commercial before we came on here. It's a big day for Las Vegas, and it's rare that we get to be talking college football in May, but we have a reason to do so today. Yeah, what a, what a big uh, what a big benefit Vegas is going to get with the announcement of the Las Vegas Bowl being March. I'm sorry, December 17th, so Saturday night, 4:30 uh, 4:30 uh, Pacific Coast kickoff. Uh, the weekend before Christmas, this uh, this is going to work out so much better. Uh, last year, last year, you know, the the Vegas Bowl was just before New Year's, mm-hmm. so it was kind of tough to get people in and out, and flights were tough, and and room availability was difficult. Uh, but on the very first Vegas Bowl, where we have an SEC team coming here yeah. to uh, Vegas, uh, it's a standalone event on the weekend before Christmas, so we're pretty fired up about it. No, that's awesome, Mike. Oh, it's great. The scheduling is much better. You get those four games, you know, the weekend before, and then that's the second Saturday Saturday of games. I want to know, have you got your schedule yet? Are you going to Ireland for Northwestern? <laughs> oh, my gosh. If, and you Nebraska? Know you know I'm the Pac-12 after dark queen. Um, well, sometimes they let you have an afternoon game. <laughs> I had, I think, two all year you were on of the my farm? 16 games You were on the farm when you ruined year. Oregon's chances? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't tell. Stop reminding Everywhere people about go, that Everywhere you go, Cincinnati game. almost lost to Navy. Everybody thinks, Heartbreak kid. They think that I am the <laughs> ranked team Loser. That's what I do is I take on the top five teams. Uh, what was his and name? I, I, underdog Ed Hockley. The underdog's always <laughs> covered with Ed, and they always cover with Stormy. Let me live, okay? I tried my best out there. Um, I also want to talk to you about how this past weekend went. I know we're looking ahead, but we got to look back. EDC, it was a very busy weekend for you. Have you recovered, first and foremost? It took me until about Tuesday afternoon, but uh, we, had, <laughs> we had a great crew, and, uh, yeah, EDC was terrific. I mean, the number of people were unbelievable, and uh, – yeah, we uh, we ended up closing it, so we got out of there about seven in the morning. It was pretty uh, pretty amazing. Are, do you ever get into the festival spirit, Mike? I was invited when I was forty, eight years ago, and I was much too old then. I said, "When are we leaving?" He said, "Oh no, we stay till sunup." At that point, I had to call back to the hotel and said, "Send a limo and come and get me. I can't make it. 
I cannot make it till sunup. There was, though. It was eight years ago. It was 2014. I have a jacket that we all signed. Mike Palm's signature is on my jacket from 2014. I pulled out the retro jacket to kind of show everybody as we pre-party. I love it. It's awesome. It looked like it was a ton of fun. I like you. Just, I feel like You're I'm, too old for it as I well. just, I just, I act like I'm 80. It's one of my, like, worst characteristics as a person is I feel like I just, I love my couch. And <laughs> I'm really working to progress And all the here. TikTok videos. We'll you become a TikTok and all, and they're all yeah. from my couch. Yeah, I know. Everything is around the house, all the videos. Yeah. So that's a little insight into my life. Um, I know last week when you guys were out here on the desk, we talked a lot about the Circus Survivor and Circa Million Contest. You laid out a lot of the rules and updates compared to last year, how things have changed. Um, but I mean, obviously football's on the mind right now with OTAs getting underway for so many teams this week. What have you seen in terms of people registering and getting out there and getting their entries in? Stormy, on Monday we had 63 entries between the two contests, three for the Circumians and 60 for Survivor. What? Yes. <laughs> Because Survivor's so... Ah, it's so fun, it's isn't it? It's so you know intoxicating. It. Even when you lose, it's a story. It is. <laughs> Every week, you're just like on edge, <laughs> having a blast with it, and you're riding the highs of other people's picks, too. Like, I, all I constantly want to know is how many people picked the team right. that I picked, and you're just living on that high, that, I feel like. The highest-rated hour, and I, I, some people will debate this, but using the metrics I want to use, the highest-rated hour on VEASAN during the week was always 7 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday when Jeff Benson and Derek would reveal how the survivor picks <laughs> fell out. People were dying yeah. to know yeah, how they stood. Did other people, are they in a good spot? Are they rooting against who? What, where, when? Now I think you've got to move that back. We're going to have to move that to, to 5 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I was always keeping an eye on the, the Circa Twitter as well when they post the updates of like who picked yeah. what team. And I'd, I'd send the picture to my dad the next day because you guys know we were involved in it together. And so I'd shoot it his way. Oh. What you got there? Talking Ooh, the about your ones. dad, I, we, I, come bearing, I come bearing gifts. <laughs> so Stormy, this one's for you and this one's for Rich Bond and Stop. Tony right here. You're the best. Now, now these are still the prototypes. We're getting the shipment in uh, next week, so I think they go on sale in our gift shop, uh, I think around June 1st. What's so, so funny is, thank you so much for this. We really appreciate it. I can replace the old one that I still have up on my wall <laughs> with a big X on week eight. <laughs> and it's I like, this you, is where I die. You should make these refrigerator magnets. Yeah, Everybody would have it on their refrigerator. Yeah, I, the only thing that I was worried about is what size would you do? You'd have to pare this down a little bit, right? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, you need, you need the visual. I mean, you could buy a magnet too. You can buy four magnets. It sticks wherever yeah, you want. Beautiful. I like one no, stop shop. I love it. You guys do such a great job with this, and the co the colors are shockingly helpful for this girl here. Oh. We got to talk a little bit about postseason, though. Uh, these last few minutes here in the segment, NBA and NHL in full force right now. Plus postseason baseball, which I know you love. Conference tournaments going on in NCAA mm -hmm. baseball all over the place. Um, but where where is money going tonight in the Warriors game in the two hockey games? What can you tell us? Well. Uh, Right now, I mean, we, we're we're in a position where we need Warriors to win the uh, win the West. We need Warriors to win the overall. I mean, we we have liability on uh, on all three other teams. So, Warriors winning um, is uh, is the best outcome for the house, and Warriors not winning is far and away the worst. So, we're <laughs> we gonna get be... killed if Dallas should happen to rally I'm here sure. and win the NBA title. What are they at now? Here. Yeah. That in the series, the Warriors are minus forty-two fifty. They were I think to, you take if back. If they like, were to come back, be the first team ever to do it, it'd be a nightmare. Yeah. It would. It would be a nightmare for. But we've helped our positions on some of the other ones yep. where they're not as big a losses here. But it's like the whole world now thinks the Celtics are a foreign-going conclusion. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that really moved quickly. With that, with that, but seriously, they win back-to-back -back games after alternating. Now they're suddenly they're nine-point favorite. Yeah. They're nine-point right. favorite tomorrow night. About, like you can't lay that, right? You I know, know what they I did? cleared it, but it's you know so what I hard. Did? Amal bet Warriors and or Warriors. He bet Celtics last night in Miami, and he won the bet. But I said I don't want to lay a price on the road, so I took Celtics in six plus one fifty. I can get off it. Mm -hmm. Because they're like plus 370 now, Miami, tomorrow night. I mean, I can cover the – so I can't lose, yeah. right? And th that's the way I wanted to play. Think about how lucky the NBA is. If this, if this was happening 10 years ago, I mean, ratings would be worse than what they are. Thank God you got in-game. I mean, <laughs> we're real. seeing yeah. numbers minus 20, minus 25. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, uh, last week we saw we saw a line uh, minus 40, 45 and a half in-game. It was unbelievable. Well, I was curious for, for those pre-flop pre bets, how much has it hurt the handle that we've seen so many just 
blowout games time after time, the only way you can really bet it, I feel like, is from that in-game perspective? Or is it just, it's the playoffs, so everybody's placing tickets? People bet a lot of series now, that moving in-game series price from Mm -hmm. game to game, because it fluctuates so differently. If you can get on the right side of a team, you can cover everything up and set up a nice middle for yourself through the price points. I want him to mention about this boxing match that you're sponsoring. This boxer you're sponsoring. Roly. Yeah. Roly Romero. Yeah. Yes, lay it out. Roley Let's go. Roly Romero. He's, uh, he's a character. He came down to Mega Bar. We hung out. He gave me some, gave me a little tutelage here. And uh, Roly's, uh, if you don't follow him on Twitter, he's he's a worthwhile follow. He's definitely an R-rated follow. Um, I saw it. He's going to take said, down the tank, though? He said to go to Circus Sports and bet on him and make yourself rich. Oh. He's winning. Okay. I yeah. like that. I like calling your shot. Yeah. I do. I'm a big fan of that. All right. So make sure you tune in. That's Saturday, right? Saturday night. We're showing it for free here in the Circus Sportsbook. Make sure you get free, out here. Right here. The big screen. They'll feature yeah. it. That's big time. That's yeah. big time. It is. No, I think that's awesome. Hey, how much do you love this college baseball all over the place? No, I do. And how crazy is this? In oh, the Big Ten tournament, Michigan's playing Illinois tonight. First pitch is scheduled now at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Could be later. Ooh. Wait a minute, real quick. Rutgers is the two seed. They've won 42 games, and they're a bubble team for the tournament? Well, a Big Ten usually gets Maryland's two at really best. Good. Maryland yeah. is really, really We good. have to go. <laughs> I'm so sad. Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, I'm Stormy Bon Tony. That's a wrap for my guys in the desert. But next week, I'm going to be talking to you about what options we're going to have on the betting menu come the regionals and super regionals. Stay tuned for Danny Burke coming up here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.